Harry Hogs Football. On today's show, we thank the new listeners to Harry Hog Nation. We talk about Kenny Wrong's entanglement with the law and Jerome Mathis' signing of the Pro Bowl in 2005. But most importantly, we talk about the three extra picks we have in the draft. This is much more by Aaron, Josh, and John. Before we go into today's podcast, we would just like to point out, me and John, that today is Josh's birthday. We have already recorded the entire podcast, and we forgot to mention Happy Birthday Josh. So we came back and decided to give him our birthday greetings right here, and he doesn't know about this. So this is going to be a surprise when he listens to the podcast. So, happy birthday, dude! Everybody send Josh a happy birthday wish to Josh at HarryHogFootball.com and tell him he is not forgotten. <laughs> and put in the subject line, happy birthday, loser. <laughs> forgotten, forgotten person you. <laughs> yeah. All right, and now, the podcast, episode 119. Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? Yo, 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 what's happening? What's going on? Welcome to episode number 119, Harry Hog Football. 848. Uh, 912. In any event, I'm really kind of surprised that we're still alive and kicking after 119 episodes. found that thing that we need to make our recording sound better. That thing. That very expensive thing. We found a good deal on it on eBay, and we actually won the uh, auction. So hopefully next podcast we'll be having that thing up and running. And keep your fingers crossed that it'll sound better from here. Dude, everybody's tired of hearing that. You say that like every week. I know. Hopefully it'll sound better. Yeah, but this time... But dude, this time we actually stopped trying to just like piece stuff together with non-expensive equipment and actually bit the bullet and paid the money to get the thing that we're supposed to use. So anyway. We'll become like a real true virtual radio station. Yeah. It's called a a digital hybrid is what it's called. Fancy. Anyway. Yeah. um, This week we actually had some news to talk about. Um, I've heard this little nugget and I called John about it, and uh, apparently he already heard about it because he put a message up on the board. But if you guys will remember, and I don't know how you can forget, Kenny Wrong, cornerback, Redskins, a couple years ago. Anyway, he had some trouble with the law this week. He got busted for um, 
possession of marijuana. Um, he got busted for, uh, he got busted for, um, um, fleeing, I think. Uh, I was thinking it was fleeing the police officer and possession of the tree. And, uh, possession of what? The tree. Of the tree. And he was, uh, all of this happened in the police station parking lot. What? Yeah, so apparently, I don't know if he was involved with something, some kind of case, or someone he knew was there for some reason, but apparently he had an argument in the parking lot with somebody, and cops came out to be like, what's going on? Why is there this big argument? Next thing you know, they're searching his car, and he's running away. Really? Oh, my goodness. That's, that's ridiculous. Yeah. So, he's probably in an argument with his dealer. Like, that's not an ounce. Yes, it is. <laughs> and then the officer comes up. Is there a problem here, gentlemen? Is there a problem here, gentlemen? And Kenny Wrong was like, yeah, there's a problem. He told me this is an ounce of weed, and it's not. <laughs> oh, man. He was like out there arguing with Michael Irvin. Yeah. Can I play that song again for him? Yeah. I'm good, man. I like that. Hold on, here, 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 Cincinnati by any chance was he because it seems like they're always in trouble with the law yeah you think because Chris Henry got cut this week from Cincinnati Redskins did sign wide receiver and kick returner Jerome Mathis this year. If you'll remember, Jerome Mathis played for the uh, Houston Texans and a few years ago had a really good season, returned a bunch of kicks. Uh, I think a few for a touchdown, right, John? I think, if I remember correctly, it's four career returns for a touchdown. Uh-huh. And, uh, he's a pirate, man. He's a, he's a product of Hampton University. Yeah, he's from, so he's a local boy. Coming back to the Redskins. Um, hopefully he'll do well. He was injured most of the last two years, which is why you didn't hear much from him. But hopefully he'll bounce back and maybe uh, make the team at least as a special teams person. Because um, I think John or Josh, actually it was Josh saying that he's getting kind of tired of seeing uh, Randall L. dancing around back there on punt returns. I am tired of seeing the dancing, man. You know, I, I love Randall L., but 
you've got to stop dancing and start running. Now, I understand everybody's got their own style of returning, but, man, I prefer that sort of that sort of uh, rock cart rate style of let's power ahead and get some yards. Yeah. That's just me. That's the, just me. The, uh, you know, professional commentators call that the north-south style of running. Yes, as opposed to the uh, east-west. I guess. As opposed to the dancing from east to west. As opposed to, what do they call that? I don't know. I do think that he should be on Dancing with the Stars at some point, though. I think that would be good. Is that right now? Yeah, he's already, we already know he can dance. Yeah, sure. If he's on, dude, if he's, if Randall L's on Dancing with the Stars, I still won't watch it. Amen to that. Anyway, so yeah, Jerome Mathis, hopefully he'll come in and maybe make the team. Um, I saw something else in the news. It's not on our itinerary, but uh, something about uh, the new coach. What's his name? Uh, uh, Yellow and black and red. Uh, Oh, man. (laughs) Jim Zorn. The Z-Man. Yeah. The Z-Man. The Z-Man. He was on there saying that the Redskins are going to be a run-first team this year. Have you seen this? John? I have not seen that. So anyway, we'll have to see what he has to do. That was actually the first article I've seen where he, um, where it's been him saying anything. (laughs) (laughs) Other than red and yellow and black and the colors. Yeah. Anyway, I still think he's a puppet uh, for uh, Dan Snyder, but we'll see what happens here. Maybe he'll be able to turn it around. Maybe he'll be kind of like us, and, you know, if something doesn't work, you change it. Yeah. <laughs> and if something does work, you don't change it. How many times have we said that over the last, like, 20 years? What are they doing? Run it. What are they doing? they got to pass. Run. Depending on the game, you know. We're all about field. Anyway, we got, we got the ultimate... Run. Dudes, we got the ultimate compliment, um, I think a week or so ago, we got an email from someone that basically said something to the effect of, dudes, I know there's nothing to talk about, but it's been almost two weeks since the last podcast, come on. (laughs) That's someone's, that dude, that's someone saying that they want to hear us on here for a half hour talk about nothing. And they're we like Jones. We do put the word Redskins in every uh, every five minutes or so. Yeah, so I guess yeah. that's uh, they just, you just hear that word and that's enough to keep you going. So someone that's starved for some Redskins information. Yeah, we appreciate that. Speaking of uh, some of our, our our loyal listeners out there, um, still getting emails every week of people that want to be uh, on the Harry Hog Nation map. Here we have on our website. Uh, we got a couple new. Uh, people that we put on this week, uh, Sharon and I, been down in Lakeland, Florida. Redskins fans, they're engaged. And, uh, congratulations. And in Scotland. Uh, he's in it. And, uh, he's on the map as well. He's our first Scottish listener. Yeah. Or he's listening to Liz in Scotland. He said he's a uh, Redskins fan and also a fan of Manchester City. Um, the other soccer team in Manchester. So he might. I think he's going to have to email us let us know. I think he's Scottish, but, you know, 
living in Scotland. Let's see. And uh, we have an interesting story that I placed on a story up on the website. Um, David, our buddy David out there, who's been a loyal listener for a while, he told us to uh, check out Daryl Green's website, DarylGreen.com. Oh, yeah. And apparently, you know, we need to be holding some bake sales or some car washers for Daryl Green because he doesn't have any money because the money he is charging to get autographs on things anything that you have, that you send him, uh, he's obviously hurting for money somewhere. I mean, maybe the stock, stock market crash lately has been uh, hurting his budget. I don't know, but man. Dude, if, if I send him a pair of, like, dirty boxers, will he sign <laughs> Is that on the price list? <laughs> is, uh, right ye- hey, hey, dudes, is yellow cake on the price list? Except for it's an additional thing because I want him to write the letters H-O-F next to it. Hey, dudes. Right, $10. Dudes. Is, what are you saying? I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. What are you saying? I said, is there a priceless uh, line item for a yellow cake autograph? Hero Green called me yellow cake. I'll find like some boxers and, you know, put some stripes in them and send them to them and be like, please do not watch these. Sign them as is. It's very important to me. Leave <laughs> <laughs> that. Here's an extra ten dollars for the HOF. <laughs> I'm like, these are my these are my lucky boxers. I wear them to. I've worn them to every game that I've attended, and every game I've worn them, the Redskins have won. I never watched them. Please just sign them. Please sign them on the stripes. <laughs> <laughs> You guys are messed up, man. But yeah, that pretty much. Let me read off the the price list that you got at DarylGreen.com um, slash world score underscore fan slash autograph underscore signing. Um, you've got a like. You've got a link for that up on the website too, right? I do. I do. It's on there. Um, and I'm going to preface this with a uh, now note, note that all these prices for items that you have to send him. I pay to send to him, and then you have to include the money to ship it back to you. Just the money or a return envelope? You, uh, I guess you could send a return envelope, but uh, it, it, it says, please include return postage with your item. Items with no return postage will not be returned. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, that's more than once, I'm not mistaken. So, well, so you can send him something and be like, please sign this. Don't return it. Just put it up on your wall when you're done and take a picture. <laughs> right, right. But, so, yeah, these are things that you have to send him. Okay, I'll start, I'll start at the bottom. Go ahead. You want a football card? Oh, I'm sorry, I'm not speaking over here. I got an idea, yeah. I got an idea for Daryl Green. The stuff that he gets okay. that does not have return postage on it, he can sell on eBay. Because he's, <laughs> he's already signed it. Alright? So he, he's already done. Because he's already been paid to sign it. So then he can sell it on eBay and basically get double the money for the same item that he signed. Hi. We, we should we should um, send him something from Harry Hogg like that and, say, and not send return postage and say, return postage instructions. Do not send back, but rather put this on eBay and make additional money and let us know. <laughs> or how about this, dude? <laughs> um, how about we write DarylGreen.com and see if Harry Hogg Football can be an affiliate of DarylGreen.com and get maybe 10% for every sale we send them. I don't think he can afford that. All right, 
John tell us the pricing? He's been chomping at the bit to tell us how much this stuff costs. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm going to pick out some of the, uh, I'm going to start at the bottom, pick the lowest price of the object, and, and pick a couple on the way up to the top. Now, if you send him a football card, non-rookie, 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 $25 for him to find a non-rookie football card, plus shipping to him and shipping back to you. If you want a rookie or limited edition card, if you want to send him one of those, then it's $50. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, you have to pay more for him to sign a, a card that you have that just happens to be a rookie or limited edition? Yeah, Does he use like a gold leaf pen or something on that? No, but they're worth more, dude. They're worth yeah, more to collectors. They're, they're worth more, so you have to pay him more to sign See, apparently, what he's trying to do is uh, not. What's the word here? He doesn't want collectors taking his signature and making a bunch of money off of it. I see his point with that. All right, but if I happen to walk, if I happen to walk up to him and met him somewhere. And was like, Daryl, I've been a fan of yours since I was born. Would you please sign my hat? And he said, give me 50 bucks. <laughs> I'd lose a lot of respect for him there. Dude, I've always heard, I don't know anyone that's gotten an autograph from him, because I've always heard that he did not sign for free. Wow. You know, you know he smiles and waves, but you know, I've heard that he will not do free autographs. Okay. All right, so let me jump back on the list here. Uh, $100. A replica full-size helmet, $150, an authentic full-size helmet. Now remember, this is just the autograph. This does not include the helmet or the shipping to and from. John, does it include? Um, but are bucks, along with replica jerseys, limited edition jerseys are 150, authentic jerseys are 150, and the mother load, the king on the list, is 70th anniversary numbered authentic jersey, $250. Wow. And dudes, if you want him to put HOF, it's Hall of Fame inscription on there, HOF, it's $10 extra. Dude, for every letter? No, no, it's $10, I think, for all three. So as, as David was saying in the first email, so it's about it. It's 333. Uh, no. Well, here's a question. What if we wanted him to say, to Harry Hog Football, I love you guys. I listen to you every week. Daryl Green, HOF. How much would that cost? Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm hoping that he doesn't contact us and threaten to us after we keep talking all this trash about it. <laughs> you know we love Daryl. Right? <laughs> Here's the disclaimer. You know we love Daryl Green, and he, and he is arguably, not arguably, the greatest. Inarguable, whatever the word is. He's one of the greatest Redskins ever. Yeah. Everyone loves him. 20 years, same team. Loyal to the team, to all, et cetera, et cetera. Great guy, does a lot for charity, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Is it say if he's given this money to charity or anything on the site? It's not. It does not say so on the page that I've seen. It does say twice, though. So no, please ask and I'll for Adam to add a whole thing description. Well, doesn't he have, like, an insurance company or something now, too? Like, they're over insurance or something like Right. John, does it? No, and if you, if you have special items, Josh, you can you can contact them at info or info bar at zerogreen.com. So that would be like Molecular Riskin, Riskin's boxers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, please sign above the board. Dude. Right. Oh, yes. Or to the side. Does it say anything about, will He's they... He's been west of the <laughs> John, does it say anything about, will they send you like a COA? Uh, yes, they do, actually. It is returned to you with a certificate of authenticity. Oh, okay, okay. It's a for shipping, and we'll take care of the rest. 
It says we'll so, take uh, care of the rest. We just think that's a little, a little uh, overpriced on the part of Daryl Green. I think all three of us kind of agree on that. And we'll Dude, I got an autographed Sonny Jurgensen and Sam Huff mini helmet, and it says HOF next to both of their names, and I got the whole thing, including the helmet, for about $35. I got a... Well, there you go. Whether or not they're agreed. I got a... Okay, okay. Which one of the Redskins from the 80s is in the Super Bowl? I mean, in the Hall of Fame. Right now. Today. John Riggins. Okay. I got an autograph of John Riggins mini helmet that says Super Bowl MVP inscription on there. Okay. Didn't say I love you, Aaron. No. <laughs> and I got that mini helmet included for $40. And a COA. So, yes, I believe Daryl Green is overcharging for this. Dude, I bought my Redskins boxers at Walmart for like $3. Are they signed? Not, no. Not yet. But do I care? Yes, I'll sign them. You signed them in brownie. Anyway, dude, I think that's enough about Daryl Green. Yeah, we think it's kind of weak, but I can see his point. Because how many times have you guys been outside the stadium waiting for autographs and you see all these collectors with like 100 mini helmets and those are the guys that are getting the autographs while the people that really care about the team can't even get close? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, mm. I can see their point there, but... But, dude, seriously. Anyway, uh, let's, move, let's move forward. Um, are we going to do Tom's Trivia? Let's give him a ring-a-ding-ding there, John. Mm. Or Josh? Let's see. No, we're not calling Tom anymore, dude. Oh, we're not? Remember, he's going to call into the, uh, he's going to be calling into the Harry Hall hotline once we get that back up and running, which should be any day now. Once we get your new equipment and all that kind of good stuff. Okay. That's right. So Tom's got so, another reprieve. Tom is Tom. Unlike the three of us, Tom is a busy man and we can't just like up and call him. He's got like, he's got like eight kids or something. It's like eight is enough. Yeah. Over there. Eight is enough. <laughs> eight is enough. meeting this week. couple rule changes. The um, force out catch rule is no more. You have to land down in bounds. Is that correct, John? From what they said, the interpretation that I read on both sportsillustrated.com and ESPN.com says the only possible way you can be forced out is if a defender literally carries you out of bounds. carries you out of bounds, like catches you in his arms and goes out of bounds with you? Is that what they say? Like, Literally? Yeah, that, that, yeah, I don't get that at all. I'm sure we're going to have a couple problems with that this year, but we'll see. Anyway, um, I kind of like that rule because it, was, it kind of like hurt the defender for making a good play. If you can keep him from coming down in bounds, you should be able to keep him from coming down in bounds, in my opinion. 
You know what do you guys think? Throw it a little bit farther inside the line. Yeah, that's a good point. You know what I mean? Dude, you're not going to be saying that. You're not going to be saying that when we're catching balls on the sideline and we're getting forced out. When you see Jerome Mathis making that 22-yard catch down the sideline, and someone like uh, Roy Williams picks him up and throws him out of bounds by a fourth collar. Yeah. You're going to be like, dude, you can't do that. Oh, yeah, you can now. And you're going to be like, oh, yeah, what did I say? I do like the rule. I do like the rule. The only reason I've said that now, like when it happened last season, is because it's the rule. If the rule's there, then I'm going to take advantage of it, but I still think it, it – you know what I mean. I was perfectly fine. I was perfectly fine with the force-out rule the way it was myself. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised it was, it was actually a big deal. I don't think that there was anything going on with that. Yeah. Well, another rule change was the, they got rid of the five-yard horse – I mean, the five-yard face mask. Yeah, the incidental. There's no more incidental face mask. It's either nothing or if you jerk the face mask, it's still 15 yards. Right. And, uh... So incidental contact does not matter. No, the no long hair rule did not make it. The no yeah. long hair rule did not make it. That's right. I was hearing on, uh, on some talk radio, sports talk radio earlier this week, people were talking Jeremy Shockey. That's just dumb. I mean, think about it. Whether it's yeah, that's what I was gonna say, dude. Whether it's whether it's um, an African American player with dreads hanging out the back, or Jeremy Shockey with his big long bullet, does it really <laughs> matter? Yes, it's long hair. Yeah, dude. I think it was uh, that I think rule. It was Colin Cowherd on ESPN in the morning that was saying uh, they they did they checked it out, and there's actually a lot more white players that have long hair than any other race. In football, anyway. Yeah, I mean, you guys know, yeah. like AJ Hawk has a big mullet hanging out the back. <laughs> Dude, guy used to. Yeah. That rule change obviously was focused against rednecks and African Americans. I mean, come on. Just like the offense, uh, the quarterback has one. Now the defense, one player on the field at a time, can have a radio in their helmet. It'll be interesting to see who, who gets it for the Redskins. You know, I would have said last year it would definitely have probably been London Fletcher. Um, and, oh, yeah. Uh, and that still 
may be the case, but, you know, things are kind of uh, up in the air a little bit. So, I think that makes sense. Are they? There's one thing that they're going to be uh, checking out with that rule is, is what if that person's on the field for special teams? Can they still have the radio on? I think they... So are they going to have to have these... Like, no. Dude, are they going to have to have these guys over, like, changing helmets, like, depending on what play they're in on? You know, like, what if one play yeah, they have one guy... You know, like, for some packages, they have one defensive guy play, and for others, they have, you know, another yeah. dude. I think they said that there's going to be a total of two defensive players that can have it, but only one can have it on at a time. Oh, okay. That's to, to be able to cover that sort of thing. Because normally, you're going to pick a middle linebacker who's going to be in all the time. Right. But say that person goes out for injury or they're out for a, a pass play or something. If you, play, I guess. If you have a middle um, linebacker. Yeah. <laughs> well, I imagine Lendon Fletcher will have one, and then somebody else maybe will have it in the secondary somewhere. Dude, so basically... It'll be back there in the secondary, just like, man, crank it up. So basically, they're going to have to find a couple... They're going to have to have, a, have to find a couple guys on the team that have about the same size heads. So they can be switching their heads. <laughs> <laughs> They need to put a sticker on it to yeah. know that it's got a radio. Oh, yeah. It's probably have one of those green stickers on it, too, that doesn't match any juice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's the big news. Um, anyway, uh, John, you know what it's time for? Uh, oh, dude, we have to talk about something else before that. Oh, what? What's up? We got the draft coming up, and I don't know if you dudes heard about this, but the Redskins have three extra drafts. Coming up for the draft. Oh, yeah, the big. Yeah. How, how could I forget the big news? Yeah, three draft picks, including yeah, the third yeah. rounder. Yeah, dude, because Aaron gets to bring back the Dockery Report. Oh, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. The Dockery Report. And here's the Dockery Report. <laughs> the league saw that since the Redskins lost a player with the caliber of Derek Dockery last season, that this year they get a third-round pick of the draft. Wow. This has been the Dockery Report. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, are you going to flash the little Dockery Report logo? Where's the music? And now, the Dockery Report. <laughs> Uh, I'll put it in. I'll, I'll I'll paste it in at the end of the yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, well, that's kind of interesting. You know what? I'm sure it's probably already gone because, like, three years ago, uh, the Danny said, well, here's what will happen. We're going to trade Derek Dockery in two years. And after that, the league will look at it and say that with his caliber, we need somebody else in the third round the next year. So let's go ahead and trade that pick now, even though we don't have it yet. There's the rub. Not trade compensatory, compensatory draft. Compensatory, yeah, whatever, whatever. Compensatory. They're not there. That's that They're uh, they're non-tradable, non-transferable, if you will. You can have to use them. You cannot get rid of them. Please strike that last statement from the record. <laughs> well, well, that's good news. The Redskins get a, a third rounder. Where are the, where are the other two picks? The other two picks are in the seventh round. I got you. Is anybody still like hanging out seven? Seventh round's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like. And by the way, look out there. What about like 
Southern Mississippi Valley State University for blind <laughs> children. They've got um, Brett Favre's second cousins, daughters, boyfriend playing for them. He might be good. You got Tidewater Community College, PCC, the the mighty title book. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, dude. Yeah, you know. Anyway, anyway. Dudes, those three picks could be huge for the Redskins because since we haven't been going to town in the uh, free agency, we might actually use them for some good and build a team. How about that? Yeah, that third-round pick is actually pretty big because we traded our fourth-rounder for Pete Kendall. Yeah. So this one kind of makes up for it because it's at the tail end of the third round. Oh, you yeah. You mentioned that in the you told me this first, that uh, the third round is the beginning of Sunday's draft. That Saturday's draft will only be first and second round now. Yeah. Yeah. The third rounders are in Sunday. Can we have a Pete Kendall report this year? Yeah. Let's Pete do that. And we can play that music, Mr. Kendall. Because Pete Kendall's starting it. <laughs> Dude, he's... Mr. Kendall, yeah. <laughs> Dude, Mr. Kendall's starting to be like the new um, Trey Johnson, at least in the way his uh, his interviews go. I know, dude. That's what I'm saying. We need a, we need a Pete Kendall. We need a Mr. Kendall report. John, I think it's time for... Yeah, I think you're right about now. It is actually time for... Random Redskin of the Week! This week's Random Redskin of the Week is a war eagle from Auburn! He plays tackle for the Washington Redskins from 1939 to 1940. His name is... Donald who? All right. Dude, we lost you. Who was it? Bo Russell. Bo Russell. John, your, your phone totally cut out when you were saying the name. It was like... Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> John, where you at? I know. <laughs> I'm over here like, who is it? Anyway. All right, that about wraps it up, dudes. Uh, check out the site. Get on there and do some blogs. Uh, send us some email to uh, redskinsfan at harryhogfootball.com. That's right. If you want to join Harry Hog Nation, get your name on the map, uh, name or nickname or, or where are you from, something of that nature. We only put on first names and last initials for uh, your Harry Hog ID and a personal message if you want it in the little box when people are checking out who's where. On Harry Hog Nation, send it to John at harryhogfootball.com, and in the subject, put put me on the map, and then you put your message and everything in the in the folder there, or in the in the email message. Yep, and uh, and I think that's about it. As always, dudes, hail to the Redskins! And if you see a Cowboys fan, choke Choco! Doesn't it fear that they are trying to trade for Pat Magic? Bye bye. <laughs> bye bye.